Fort Hood. It's a U.S. Army installation near Killen, Texas, and that's about three hours from Austin. The locals call it the Great Place, and our guest today, retired Lieutenant Colonel Olivia Nunn, is eager to show you the ropes of her old stomping grounds. I'm Kimber Hill, the Duty Station Download host. Let's dive into this episode and find out what's so great about Fort Hood. This is the Duty Station, download across the nation. This is the Duty Station, download it, download it. This is the Duty Station, download it. Welcome back to the Duty Station Download, where we give you the 411 on the best that your next duty station has to offer. Today, we're joined by Olivia Nunn, retired Lieutenant Colonel who just retired today in the U.S. Army, and she is the host of the Soldier for Life podcast, which shares information about education, employment, and health and wellness resources available to soldiers, veterans, and their families. Before becoming the Director of Communications at U.S. Army Soldier for Life, Olivia worked in Army Public Affairs at the Pentagon and West Point. West Point. Her military career began as a chemical officer in Texas, and she has had several long-term duty station assignments. Uh, today, we're going to be talking to Olivia about her experience at Fort Hood in Killeen, Texas. So welcome, Olivia. Thanks for being on our show today. Thank you so very much. Appreciate the chance to be here and talk about one of my favorite duty assignments because I was there for a very long time. The reason why we have this show, the re- the purpose of this show is to help people understand the good and have a different perception of what may be considered negative at their upcoming duty station, right? You get orders. Maybe it's the station that you wanted. Maybe it's the station that was at the bottom of your list, but either way you're going and we've got to overcome that initial impression and and really uh, foresee what the good could be at this duty station. So I'm going to chat with you about Fort Hood. You spent a long time there. How many years were you at that location? 10 years. Yeah. So you're more or less an expert on Fort Hood. (laughs) So what was your first impression when you found out you're going to be stationed there? I was excited um, because originally I was supposed to go to Fort Bragg and then I found out I was going to Fort Hood and I don't know what it was about me going to Fort Bragg that I was not excited about. I think it was because I really didn't want to jump out of planes um, <laughs> and I'm not a runner. And I think the whole thing about me having to run, it scared the crap out of me. And so when they're like, hey, you're not going to Bragg, you're going to Hood. I was like, yes. I don't know, something about tanks just excited me. Even though I couldn't be on a tank because I was not, you know, I was not a part of the army at that time where women could be on tanks. I don't know, something about being around tanks just excited me. So I drive to Fort Hood and everyone kept telling me, Fort Hood stinks. It's in the middle of nowhere. It sucks. And I was like, uh, it can't be worse than my officer basic, which was Fort Leonard Wood, which is nicknamed Fort Lost in the Woods. I was like, it can't be bad as this. So rolling into Fort Hood, at the time and it was Colleen, Texas. I was, I thought I hit the Mecca. Like to me, it was Metro. I was like, I saw these big lights and the shopping centers. I'm like, I hit jackpot. Um, I loved it from the moment I rolled in on the first night of my duty assignment. Like I was in love. I was super excited. 
That's great. So when you saw the restaurants and the movie theater and all of that great stuff, you're like, this is way better than brag. Way better. I was like, I've scored. Like the army finally gave me something amazing. They delivered. Yes. I was like, woohoo. Um, but yeah, I fell in love the moment that I showed up at Fort Hood. Um, and I think, honestly, I think that is probably the first piece of advice is that you need to come to your duty assignment with a great attitude. And I think when you show up with a great attitude, I think that sets the stage for how you're going to like the place. And I think by doing that, I just looked with with my duty assignment with eyes wide open. And I just love that place so much. Um, but yeah, really Fort Hood, I just had a lot of fun. I There was not one thing that I didn't like about Fort Hood. I, I think part of it was I grew up in Washington State. And it tends to rain there a lot. So I was super excited that it was 10 months of the year, was super sunny and hot. I was super excited about that. Um, but yeah, there wasn't, I don't think, the only thing I couldn't do at Fort Hood was ski, snow ski. But I was, I don't like the cold anyways. So I didn't feel like I was missing anything. Well, I've also heard if you're stationed in a super hot place, it can be very fun to take vacations somewhere where it's cold. So maybe that gave you something to look forward to, or our listener would give you something to look forward to. You can vacation in Maine, vacation in Washington to yeah. escape the heat. Well, so what changed for you when you got there? When you first, so we talked about your first impl- impression, but when you were really planted there and starting to spread your wings, what did you learn about the area? So, you know, when I was a young lieutenant, so it's not like I had a whole lot of expendable cash. But what I did like about it is that I spent a lot of time in the field. I was super impressed with the local area. In fact, the pizza delivery guys knew how to deliver pizza. In fact, you gave them a 10 digit grid. They knew how to deliver pizza to you into the field. Like that's like, it was so amazing to me. Like, you know, now you've got apps, right? Like Uber and um, Uber Eats and like however many other apps around here. And you have to give them like literally like turn left here, turn right here, here's my address and give them all these like crazy directions when they still can't find your place. But these guys, I can't literally give them a 10 digit grid and they will find me in the middle, like in the middle of the night too with blackout. I remember ordering pizza one night and I said, hey, I'm not supposed to be ordering pizza. You got to deliver it to me. And they delivered pizza blackout ops too with their lights on. <laughs> I mean, how amazing is that? Right? And yeah, like, that's incredible. Right? In the middle of the night. How cool is that? So, uh, yeah, I just, I think Fort Hood just delivered a lot in terms of um, camaraderie. It's a huge installation. So you're going to make friends at every echelon in terms of rank. There's family. Um, and then I spent a lot of time, uh, South, um, which is Austin. Austin takes about an hour. And because Austin is home of university of Texas and they block off sixth street. So, you know, you felt like you still need a little bit of the college drinking life, you can go down and do that. They block off 6th Street every Friday and Saturday night. So if you feel like you need to go back to the college drinking life, you can kind of go do that. Um, you know, so that's a lot of fun. 
And um, on post house housing was pretty good for uh, uh, for the family, especially for the enlisted family. And there's so many communities there that, especially if you're family with kids, that those there's like blocks that get together. So I just felt like now when I lived there originally, I didn't have kids, so I, I really didn't get tied in from that aspect. But a lot of my soldiers that had kids, they felt that they were really tied in with their family. So I just felt like it was a it it's. I thought was aptly titled The Great Place. It really certainly sounds great. So it's catering to all lifestyles, that single college life experience, and then also the family life as well. I know when we spoke earlier, you had mentioned like Lake Belton, hiking, mountain biking, all of those things as great family to do options. Uh, do you have any more to add on on stuff to do in the area? and? Uh. So you know, particularly, um, what what did you do to have fun and outside of your daily ops? So I got into triathlon. So if you are in, uh, if you are into triathlon, it's actually I learned getting into triathlon at in Texas because of the weather. You pretty much can do triathlon almost year round. So if you have ever thought about getting into it, that is the state to learn to get into. Um, because you can train there, especially in the Austin area, there are hills. So if you, that is a great way to learn to tackle that sport. And because of the number of lakes and, um, uh, you know, pools and things that you can get into, uh, cause that is the toughest part of the sport. That's a great place. Um, if you don't want to do that, but you want to get into mountain biking, Texas is probably one of the most technical places to learn how to mountain bike. I didn't know that. And I tried to learn how to mountain bike. Probably the most disastrous thing I've ever did. Um, came back off the course very bloody, very, very bloody and broken and bruised. Uh, but I learned that the hard way, but I think that's a lot of fun. Because uh, I'm kind of the aspect of Texas is everything is about being big. And so I literally learned to go big or go home. And, uh, and then the other thing is, um, you know, I learned how to canoe, which by the way, I learned that I canoe in a circle. So you probably don't ever want to take me on the lake as your canoeing buddy. That's another thing. Okay. I'll skip that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you know, but there's so much to do in Texas and, uh, golfing actually Fort hood has one of the top rated golf courses in America, believe it or not. And it's on the army installation. So it's relatively inexpensive. And because it's so large, there's a portion where you can walk it and the rest you can drive. And I actually got into golfing and they employ actual PGA pros on their golf course. So I actually took lessons from golf pros. And so during lunchtime, I would actually go and hit a bucket of balls just to, you know, get into it. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. So if you want to get into golfing, what better place to do it? Um, I mean, I just, I had so much fun and yes, there's been a lot of negative conversation about Fort Hood, but you can make the best of it. And there's literally two towns right outside of Fort Hood. So if you don't want to live in Colleen, you can either live in Carpers Cove or you can live in Harker Heights. And then there's Belton right outside as well. And there's a huge, you know, man-made lake right there in Belton. Um, if you like doing water sports, but and then just right north of Belton is is Waco, which is everybody knows about Waco, which is um, uh, Magnolia. Everybody, you know, if you're into the HGTV and um, all of that, you know, I, I just don't think that you could not not like Fort Hood because there's just so much to do. And if you're a hunter or a fisher, um, you know, I, I'm not a hunter, um, but many people are. You, 
there's so much that you can go into hunting in and around that area. So, um, yeah, it's a great, yeah. it's a great, my place. husband is a huge hunter and I know a lot of his, um, you know, buddies in the service hunt too. So every time we go to a new duty station, that's the first thing he's looking for is where can I hunt? And for our listeners, Olivia was referencing Chip and Joanna Gaines's television show fixer upper. I think they have a store yes. there. It's, I have heard of people traveling to Texas on vacation just to go to their store. Yes. It's supposed to be a great place to shop for home decor and stuff like that. Uh, so now that we understand kind of what your pastimes were while you were there, do you remember, and maybe, maybe it's still relevant for you, did you have any favorite places to eat at Fort Hood? Any restaurants that are, you have to go here, you have to eat here other than pizza delivery? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, inexpensive right there in clean was Rosa's. It was like a Tex-Mex place, um, super cheap. Uh, but for me, like outside of Fort Hood, just but to drive, I'd actually go to Papacitos in Austin. Like that was like the place that I wanted to go when I would drive down. Um, and I think that's the thing that I miss the most in all the places that I've gone beyond Texas is is Tex-Mex. Nobody does Tex-Mex other than Texas. Um, here in the DC area, I, I'm a foodie and I can eat whatever I want, but there is no Tex-Mex here, <laughs> believe it or not. And so the few times that I get in being able to go um, back to Texas, I, I'm like, I don't care where you guys are going to eat. I just need Tex-Mex. Like that's the one, that's the one thing I ask is Tex-Mex. So um, <laughs> that's the thing that you just got to eat. And then the other thing is I'm going to say, yeah. is you cannot not be at Fort Hood and station there and not get yourself some cowboy boots. Like you just, I have a pair of cowboy boots, Lucases. You just, you got to, you got to own yourself a pair of cowboy boots because Texas is a Lone Star State. You got to go big or go home when you're in Texas. Yeah. Well, I think that happens a lot, you know, north of that Mason-Dixon line that kind of runs through the country. I know you can't get like sweet tea and pinto beans and Tex-Mex. There's a whole list of things that just don't, don't sprawl into those areas. So I can understand missing Tex-Mex. Cowboy boots. Where did you get yours? Any particular stores there or did you just order them online? Um... I forget the name of it, but it's like right there in Austin, um, right off of I-35. There's a big, like big old cowboy boot sign right there. Um, there's quite a few in Austin. I just went in there, picked out a pair of um, cowboy boots. I mean, I think I spent half a day in there because there's so many to pick from. I literally, I think I pulled like 20 pairs of boots off the shelf and I was like, well, do I want this one or do I want this one? Like it just, yeah, just sound like me trying to shop for something. All right, so cowboy boots, to me, I associate that with line dancing. Did you ever do that while you were there? No, honestly, so I do love dancing. Um, I'm, yeah, but nope, I don't know how to line dance. Never did it. <laughs> <laughs> so you can skip that if you're headed to Fort Hood. Fort Hood, not a requirement. Okay. If you want to do it, you could do it. I just I just happened to not not do it. But, you know, but I did do salsa dancing. I did get into salsa dancing. I love that. Quick, quick little fact. So I wanted to learn how to salsa dance. And so we signed up for some salsa dancing in Austin and we went like twice a week for like six weeks and um, super excited. We're like, yay, we learned how to salsa. And so we hit up a club in Austin after we took our little lessons and come to find out um, 
we had learned how to salsa from a ballroom dancer. So we did learn the steps, but uh, we had learned it kind of a very stiff way and not the street style, which is the way I really wanted to learn. So yeah, FYI, there's a difference between the street style, like free flowing versus the ballroom. Just thought I'd let you guys know. <laughs> I can only imagine. I've got some some really fun images popping through my imagination. I'm sure you had a good time though. We did. Uh, it was so funny because when we showed up, I was like, "Why do I look so stiff?" And like, they, and so like we're uh, <laughs> the hostess of the club. Um, it was Oasis that we went to. It was this huge outdoor over the deck, looking over at Lake Austin. And I was like, "Why do I feel like I'm so stiff?" And I look so like rigid compared to like all these beautiful like women and they're dancing. And he's like, he's like, "Well, you got the steps down." He's like, "Did you take lessons?" I said, "Yeah." And he's like, "Where'd you take lessons?" And I told him. He's like, "Oh, I know him." He's like, "You know, he took lessons from a ballroom dancer." I said, "I." did he's like yeah your ballroom salsa dance i'm like oh go figure so they might be good for like dancing with the stars but as far as hanging out yeah, at the club, it looked that's nice. not what i wanted i wanted probably like, didn't work out yeah <laughs> <laughs> well go audition <laughs> do something with that <laughs> all right so when you got to fort hood um did you have any rude awakenings that no one told you about before you got there uh, something that maybe you wish you would have known? Um, so I think the only thing that I I wish that I had known is um, one, I think it's very uh, two things. One is very military. And it was me being more naive as as a young officer is that as a woman. And that is um, as a female young officer, you don't get to go hang out with your soldiers, right? Young men officers get to go hang out with their soldiers, right? It's just, it's, it's that whole like sense of respect that you would get with your soldiers the next morning. And I did, I never did, but I always thought that that was so weird that it was a double-edged sword and double standard. And that conversation that happens the next morning. And then the other thing that can apply to anybody that I wish I known because I grew up in Washington state, Washington state. The only thing that's poisonous is the brown recluse spider. And that spider only hangs out in, in dark corners in a, in a basement. And there are very few basements in Washington because I grew up in Western Washington. So I grew up basically running around, touching things for the most part with ever any worry of things that could potentially hurt or kill me. So I learned, like I said, I learned how to golf in um, Texas. And the first time I went golfing, of course, I didn't know how to golf and I didn't, I didn't have a lot of uh, golf balls. And so I'm collecting golf balls as I'm golfing. And I'm, as I'm going around, I'm collecting all these golf balls. Well, what does Olivia do? I see a bunch of golf balls on the golf course. And Texas has rattlesnakes. And I went to reach down to grab a golf ball and literally out of the corner of my eye, I see something come, like come towards my hand. And I just think, I just happened to reflexively just jump back fast enough. It was a rattlesnake about to strike me. Cause I was, cause the ball was right next to it. And I just didn't realize that that's what it was. Cause it, it was coiled up. So they move so fast. And they do. Um, so FYI, if you come from a state like me that doesn't have poisonous things, Texas has poisonous things that can kill you. <laughs> Just be aware. Yeah. 
Well, maybe, yeah, if you're headed to Fort Hood, maybe you need to be looking into what to do if something like that happens to you. I just was, I I don't know why it never dawned on me that there are things that can kill you, um, like rattlesnake. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe the only thing poisonous in Washington is a brown recluse, because I'm from Alabama and everything in Alabama can kill you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, it, I just grew up where things don't kill you, right? Um, yeah. Just, yeah, like, so I, I, I never like dawned on me that there are things that could kill you. So yeah, mm-hmm. so that was one thing I wish I kind of knew. <laughs> what about the real estate market there? Did you buy a house? Do you have recommendations for where people might want to live? So I did buy a house and I just recently sold it because I, I am now divorced. And so we, we sold that um, because of the divorce. The market is amazingly hot, has been the whole entire past 20 years. Um, I would, my recommendation is I would recommend going to Fort Hood and rent and kind of get to know the market first and then um, find a realtor that you trust and then figure out what you want to buy. Um, especially if you're going to use your VA. Uh, the reason why is you've got to use your VA and live in it in order to turn around and, and, um, and, and use that VA, if you will, as a, as a rental. So that's what I did. I bought a duplex with my VA and because I was living in it, I was able to apply my VA toward it. And then when I moved out, it became my rental property. And so I wasn't breaking any, any rules with it, but had I tried to use my VA as a rental in the beginning, I wouldn't have been able to use it because those are rules against the VA. Um, so I would recommend, my recommendation is get there, get to know the lay of the land, figure out what jives with you. There's a different vibe and feel between Carpers Cove, Colleen, and Harker Heights. It's based on the school district. It's based on kind of um, the niche environment, you know, the senior enlisted kind of live in a different area where the officers live and where the junior enlisted. It's every installation's like that. So kind of feel like where, where is it that you want to live and what school does your kid kind of jive with? And then figure out where uh, you want to buy and for what purpose. Is this your first house? Is this your second house? Is this going to be a rental property or is, you know, what is it? Um, And then my personal favorite, there are different companies that do manage uh, rental properties, property management. My personal favorite is the one in Harker Heights and that's Tri-City Property Management. I've been with them for the last um, 20 years. They manage my property. They are, they cost a little bit more on the fees, but I thought hands down, they're amazing. Um, And I, I loved them. So, and they are a locally owned company and uh, huge advocates of the military, so. Thanks, Olivia. So we are out of time to chat any more about Fort Hood, so I'm gonna ask you one last question. Olivia, for our listener who's headed to Fort Hood, maybe they are in the car right now with the U-Haul or getting on the airplane to land in their new duty station. What are your biggest takeaways that you want anyone headed to Fort Hood to know and be aware of? Literally, Fort Hood is called the great place because you will have so much fun. There's so much to do. It is a gigantic state. You can never go wrong there. It's a great family place. It's a great duty assignment. Make the most of it. Yes, it's got a bad rap, but again, it's a mindset. Literally, 
It was 10 years of my life. I walked away as a changed leader. And Texas has a huge piece of my heart and always will. And I challenge you and I dare you to come back to me after you've been assigned there that you cannot come back and say, I hated that place because I doubt that you can uh, because it really is the great place. Thanks, Olivia. I really appreciate you sharing everything that you know about Fort Hood and being so candid, candid and open about your perspective on things that are happening there. So I want to give you the opportunity to share with our listeners where they can connect with you. LinkedIn, email, Facebook, website. Please go ahead and share that now. Absolutely. I am on Instagram as RCR Princess. You can find me on LinkedIn as Olivia Nunn. And I'm also on Facebook as Olivia Nunn. And I would gladly connect with you. And thanks for letting me be on the show. Yeah, no problem. This has been another installment of the Duty Station Download. If you'd like to join the conversation about what it's like to be stationed at Fort Hood or somewhere else in Texas, write to us and let us know. Our email is podcast at vertforce.us. If you like this content, share it with a fellow friend in Texas or anywhere in the United States or Oconus. Thanks for listening.